Hey, quick cold open on the show before we get started tonight. Guess what? Star Wars Tonight is now available on iTunes. Go, 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 go. Rate, subscribe, review. Have a great time. Also, support the show. You can now support the show at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. We're doing the episodes Monday through Thursday as planned, and we're doing a bonus show every Friday for those that support us at any level at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Star Wars Report. On with the show. episode of Star Wars Tonight. We go through our week. It's the third day. It's Wednesday, and we have another very special guest host today. Amy Ratcliffe is going to join us from a very magical place. We are now one month away from Star Wars The Force Awakens. We're going to be talking all about it right now. Falcons fly with destiny. Oh my goodness, that song gets me so pumped up. It is Star Wars Tonight. Welcome, welcome. It is that uh, nightly Star Wars podcast chronicling the countdown to Star Wars The Force Awakens. And as I mentioned in the tease, we're about to throw to a very special person live from Disneyland. It's Amy Ratcliffe. Hey, everybody. I I like that I'm literally at the happiest place on Earth. Abs- talking about one of my favorite things. Absolutely, Amy. Thanks so much for coming on the program. And um, I got it the first thing right off. I'm just going to call attention to it. I had to kind of blare up my intro music a little bit because I realized it didn't have uh, any kind of like muting capabilities because they're tied together because there's this wonderful like mood music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am outside of Club 33 at Disneyland and the music is all jazzy. So I have a nice jazz like... What is there's a word for that? Like light rock. Uh, yeah, no, but it's like happening. a it's a smooth uh, smooth feeling music. <laughs> Billy D. Williams would approve. Um, but I, I should have hung out in Tomorrowland. That way, it could just be Star Wars music. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They're, they're getting all ready for uh, for season of the Force and all that good stuff. Um, but but uh, just a brief introduction um, for you guys who are t- tuning in. Um, Amy's been a longtime friend and supporter of us over at the Star Wars Report, and uh, and I'm so glad that she has uh, so kindly lent her voice each and every Wednesday here on the program. Uh, and I, I can't believe it, but uh, Amy, one month. It's a very special I day. I It's going to be here. Like it, it seems so far away, but I know it's going to go by in a second. Yes. I can't wait. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and I also think it's kind of uh, fortuitous because um, as you are live broadcasting from Disneyland. I thought tonight's topic uh, would be fun because I think now that we're so close to the film release, we have a much better idea of what the realm of Star Wars looks like in the Disney era. But kind of take us through that process that you went through way back in November 2012 when the announcement was first made. 
what do you think? Uh, give give us the timeline. What has been kind of Amy Ratcliffe's uh, perspective, and has it changed at all through this whole process in the lead up to the film? It has. You know, when they announced on that that investors call that Luke or Disney was you know partnering up and buying Lucasfilm, my first thought, one of my first thoughts, even even beyond like, hey, are we getting more movies? Is wow, we're we're going to get more Star Wars and Disney theme parks. Like that's. That's a thing they they will not not do. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because they can't leave that money on the table. They can't leave that wide world, that storytelling potential on the table. And at that point, they'd already even worked with Lucasfilm back in the 80s to do Star Tours. So I was already pumped knowing that, hey, Disney's already worked with Lucasfilm. And now, like, the door's wide open. So back then, I already was dreaming about it. Like, what if they... What if they opened a whole Star Wars theme park? Like, my eyes were big. <laughs> I thought, I'm like, instead of a castle in the middle? Well, and now... Death Star. Yeah, and now we know. And, and now it's happening. It's a reality. And in fact, it, it probably took longer than a lot of fans were expecting. But give us the lowdown. What is the current state of uh, Star Wars at the parks? So what they're going to do, and they, you know, they just announced it in August, so really recently, is that Disney's Hollywood Studios in Orlando and Disneyland in Anaheim will both be getting 14-acre additions uh, that is unnamed, but we're calling Star Wars Land. And it's going to include, you know, not necessarily familiar, like, sights and sounds. It's going to be a focus on a new planet, like a new spaceport, I think is kind of the idea, like a bustling place where you never know who you'll run into or maybe what you'll run into. And I don't have the attractions right in front of me, but I know there's at least one e-ticket attraction. And for those of you who are not Disney's like I am, e-ticket means like a big fancy, you know, like space mountain level attraction. Nice. That's going to be Star Wars. I'll never like, forget when, when that announcement came and, and um, Bob Iger up on stage announced the plans to have this sort of, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, more evergreen location that's not necessarily something straight out of the movies that kind of is a Star Wars experience, but not necessarily like... I kind of envisioned what the what it might be at the parks is just kind of like a variety show of different th- themed experiences that are drawn straight from the films. But it more seems almost like an in-universe approach to experiencing Star Wars. Exactly. It's going to be immersive. Um, if any of you have been to Wizarding World at Universal Studios, which I highly recommend, when you walk into that world, you are in a Harry Potter book. So Disney is taking the same approach. So when you walk into this area, it's going to be like you're in the galaxy far, far away. And I expect them to theme it out like crazy um, all the way up from you know, rides to shopping to I'm sure there's going to be some place to get a drink that looks like the cantina. Like I think yes, it's going to be please. spot on. Yes, that has to happen. Uh, absolutely. Now, now that we have this on the horizon and coming very soon, it's not just about the parks. Before we before we leave today's program, I think one more thing that we have to definitely touch on is Disney as a culture and as a media empire and how that has impacted Star Wars already. Because take us to today, it's like ah, it's like new footage bonanza. We're getting TV spots. We're getting international trailers. We're getting. I walked into. I, I kid you not. I was helping out my sister because we're getting a lot of rain down here in in, in south of Atlanta, Georgia. And so uh, I was I was helping install some rain gutters. What does this have to do with Star Wars? Well, yeah. Riley walked into Home Depot, and there are the cases of water bottles that these work crews often buy for work sites. 
and plastered all over the water bottle with Star Wars packaging. And I'm like, okay, now it's happening. But talk about wow. Disney in the, um, in the media empire effect that it's having on Star Wars, which, let's be honest, is already a huge media empire without even any, have any new films coming. No, it's amazing to see the power, the fully operational power of the Disney marketing arm. It's not, it's something I knew that would happen, I guess, in my head, but I didn't realize to what extent, like, I would go to the grocery store and see something Star Wars related, like a character or packaging in almost every aisle. Yeah. It's kind of blowing my mind, but that is the strength of Disney. They have connections with so many licensees and so many companies, and they are, like, The Force Awakens, probably the last movie in the world that needs this much marketing, to be honest. But it's going to drive purchases. I'm going to buy a, back, a box of mac and cheese that has R2-D2 in it because I'm a sucker. And I like mac and cheese, too, but that Ab might be the final pushing point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said, Amy. And uh, it's short, but it's sweet. And, uh, oh, man, there's a joke there, and I, I, I won't go there. <laughs> I, to, I, I will definitely leave the sweet part. Amy Ratcliffe is one of the sweetest people I know. And, uh, Aww, and, of, and of more than adequate height. So I will see, there was a joke there and I didn't make it. I kind of just did. Oh, well. I am pretty short, though, so. <laughs> the episode. Okay. Uh, uh, but, Amy, seriously, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this uh, brand new project. If you're listening to this program right now, you're Thank listening you for to having me and for putting up with loud Disneyland noises. <laughs> oh no, I I like it. I like it. It's a it's a very very unique uh, style of podcasting that you won't get anywhere else but here at Star Wars Tonight. It's daily Star Wars podcasting. If you're hearing my voice now, there's a great possibility you're hearing us. These first four episodes are launching in the Star Wars Report main feed. Make sure it's just launched this morning as we record this. The uh, program is now available on iTunes. So go to iTunes and search for Star Wars Tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the show, rate and review, and share it with all of your Star Wars friends. We want to get the word out. This is a limited run, uh, unique experience. It's just now to the movie. So I want to sp spread the word on this program. And if you're enjoying it, uh, make sure that you show your love and appreciation through ratings and reviews and all that good stuff. But more than, more than anything, thanks for sharing uh, the experience, the once-in-a-lifetime experience of looking forward to the next Star Wars movie with us here at Star Wars Tonight. Amy, where can folks find you, and what would you like? If folks like Star Wars, I know that they are going to like a lot of the stuff that Amy Ratcliffe does. Uh, let them know where to go. Oh, thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at Amy underscore geek. There's a lot of Star Wars there all the time, almost. And I also write Star Wars uh, or Star Wars later articles shockingly for StarWars.com. All right. So I usually have stuff up there every week if you, uh, you want to check it out. Not to mention... IG, not to mention IGN, not to mention Nerdist, not to mention uh, so many other outlets, and not to mention uh, the amazing Full of Sith podcast, and you guys were really nice in getting the word out once we launched this show, so uh, the Full of Sith podcast, another great fun Star Wars podcast if you guys are interested, because it's that time, uh, we've been getting some tweets from you guys, we really appreciate it, uh, we're on Twitter, at Star Wars Tonight, and yes, uh, we've been getting a number of supportive messages on, yes, something has to be done to pass this time, this this killer amount of time as we wait one more month till The Force Awakens hits theaters. But that's going to put the wraps on this episode of Star Wars Tonight. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Riley Blanton. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at the Riley Guy. And of course, just make sure you share out the show now that it is available in the iTunes store. But I think that's going to do it. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I have, uh, I have brewed the brand new Starbucks, not sponsoring this episode, uh, seasonal Christmas blend of coffee mixed with spiced Mexican <laughs> hot chocolate. It's a small taste of the happiness that uh, Amy's experiencing at Disney. So uh, we're all having a good time here at Star Wars Tonight, and we will see you, guess what, 
tomorrow. That's, that's the beauty. It's like, see, it's like a nightly. It's like every day. We're doing it. It's pretty amazing. It's so good. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Ooh. Happy to have that tell, folks. Wait, what? Sorry, I missed that. I just said that's all, folks, and then it was punctuated by the awesome background music once again, which is why I'm leaving this last <laughs> little bit in the recording. All right, bye. Nice. I, I'm-